Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Just been speaking to Sammy Edmund before I came on. You might have heard a little snippet of it. As of, you know, 7.30 tonight, AFL lists are settled until draft night. Yes, there'll be senior players moving clubs from the, the way it stands right now. But then once 7.30 tonight arrives, it'll be the national draft and the preseason draft. And any players who don't get traded for the rest of the day today can drop into the national draft or the preseason draft as Port Adelaide has threatened to have a couple of players like Brandon Zirk Thatcher and Azava Radicalia come to them through those two avenues. It's been tough trying to work out what some players are worth. And there were questions the past two days. What would Jack Ginevan be worth if he was in this year's draft? In this year's draft amongst the kids, where would he sit? Would he be pick 20 or pick 25? What would Lockie Schultz be worth in this year's draft? Would he be top five, top 10? Which actually got me thinking, uh, if every player currently in the AFL was in a draft for next season only, what would be the top 20? So imagine if all 18 teams and all 720 players were in a draft room for 2024 only, who would be the top 10, 20, 30, 50? I actually did one, uh, and I'll be wrong on quite a few of these. That's fine. I'll give you my top. Well, I'll give you my top 50. But yours, firstly, one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the number. What would be your top five or top 10? Who would be number one pick if every player was in an open draft for next year only, not for the rest of their career, but for next year only. One year, 2024 season, one three hundred seven three six seven three six or 0433 And we'll take your texts on the all-new Temper Pro and 40 Wings text machine, 0433 the all-new Temper Pro. Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Mattresses like no other. And any other calls you'd like to send through, one three hundred seven three six seven three six four midday at Mantis for Work Locker Caram Downs and Packenham. Workwear for wherever you work. Work Locker Caram Downs and Packenham. Heap of stuff to give away as well. Uh, Signet Boost Power Bank, valid at forty four ninety five. We've got some general admission passes to Cox Plate Eve, Friday 27th of October. So this Friday week, experience racing, action and entertainment at the Ladbrokes Cox Plate Carnival. Tickets at coxplate.com.au and some gift cards redeemable online or in-store thanks to the House of Golf, your one-stop shop for all things golf. Already a couple coming through. Jeremy Cameron, pick one, hands down. I'm not sure. I think there might be a few that have moved past him. So I'll give you my top ten just to start it off. I think if there was an open draft right now, every player in the pool for next year, I think Toby Green would be the number one pick. Uh, If I was in control of a club and I had second pick and they went with Toby Green, another club pick one, I'd take Marcus Bondempelli. And then I'd probably take Nick Dacos or Christian Petrarca. 
I've got Charlie Kernow at five, Zach Butters at six, Jack Viney at seven, Jordan DeGoey at eight, Errol Gordon at nine, Tom Green at ten, and Jeremy Cameron at 11. So I've got him just outside the top 10, Jezza, but I hope he has an injury-free run next year. But that's the other issue. If you've got a player for one season, you certainly don't want him to be injured. Um, Harris Andrews, I've got a 12. Tom Stewart at 13. I think you need a really, really good defender in your team. And sometimes you're better off if it's your pick. If you've got pick one at pick 12, well, maybe you're better off taking a defender like Harris Andrews rather than a key forward because we know their importance has gone up quite a bit. Um, it has to be Dacos considering age and footprint in the game. Um, well, it's for one season only. So we're not talking about for the rest of their career. It's talking about one season only. So send through your texts and I'll run through your, the rest of my list or jump on the open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I've got Tom Stewart at 13, Lockie Neal 14, Sam Taylor 15, Charlie Cameron 16, Joe Danaher 17, James Sicily 18, Dustin Martin 19. He might be a bit low for some, but he is getting on. But for one season only, I'd still love him. And I still think he's certainly top 20. Darcy Moore picked 20. Josh Dunkley, 21. Sam Walsh, 22. I've got Nick Blakey a lot higher than some people might, but I love Nick Blakey. I'm in love with the Lizard. I've got him 23. Shea Bolton, 24. Josh Kelly, 25. Tim English, 26. Patrick Cripps, 27. Jordan Dawson, 28. Tom Liberatore, 29. I'm a big Tom Liberatore fan, and getting the ball out of the middle is crucial. Clayton Oliver at 30. Still want to know what his injuries are like, but if his hamstring's okay. But I got him at 30 because of the injury issue, coming off an injury-interrupted year. Oscar Allen at 31. Big upside, Oscar Allen. I think he's going to be a star. Noah Anderson, 32. Luke Jackson, 33. Jack Sinclair, 34. Will Day, 35. Zach Merritt, 36. Caleb Sarong, 37. Jacob Wiedering, 38. I've got Jamara Hagen at 39. I think he's going to have a big year next year, Jamara. It could be the big year for Jamara. He might be in the top 10 come this time next year. Max Gorn at 40. Stephen May, 41. Connor Rosie, 42. John Newcomb, 43. Rowan Marshall, 44. Tom Papley, 45. Mitch Owens, 46. Isaac Rankin, 47. Aaron Norton, 48. Steve Cornelio, 49. And I've got LDU, Luke Davies-Uniac, at 50. So, Sam Walsh, must a couple of texts that have come through. No Lockie Neal in the top 10, question mark. Well, I got him at 14. Appreciate that. Um, Pies are selling high on Gittivan, by the way. Good return because he was a rookie selection in 20. Another one here, Sam Walsh must be top 10 after being the only player to win the Gary Ayres medal that didn't play in the grand final. And I agree with you, Sam Walsh is certainly with a huge upside and he should probably be in the top 20, even though I've got him at 22. Anthony Craigieburn, you got a thought on this before we start talking some trades that might get done about 2 o'clock. Welcome to you, Anthony. Dwayne, good afternoon. Um, look, you've said pretty much the top 50. It's just a case of people's preference and priority, where they'd have him in the order. Mate, you've, you've highlighted 35 midfielders, and your first ruckman doesn't get a call out to 26. I wonder who's going to hit the ball to him. Yeah, well, remember, this is 18 teams in the draft, Anthony. So this is, you might have picked one, picked 19. So this is not if you picked 18 guys straight up for your list first. This is in an open draft who you'd take pick one. So who would be, if you had pick seven in the draft, who would be your first pick? Would you pick a Ruckman or would you go for a midfielder? I understand your point of view, and yes, you're correct, but, I mean, you, you need a Ruckman to hit the ball to these boys, don't you? Max you do, but you can take top, him in your third top, or fourth pick. Eight. You can take a Ruckman. I, I think, Anthony, you could take a Ruckman 
with your third or fourth pick in this kind of draft. So you grab yourself a Jordan Degoe first with your first pick. You grab yourself a Luke Jackson with your second pick. And then you grab yourself a ruck like a Max Gorn or a Tim English with your third pick at around pick 50 or a pick 60. It's a fantastic conversation, isn't it? <laughs> and great to have you started with me, Anthony. Hold the line. We've got a Signet Boost Power Bank coming your way. Valued at $44.95. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. What would be the earliest a Ruckman would go at if there was an open draft right now? Would it be all midfielders taken pick one by every club so no Ruck would be inside the top 18? Uh, Dino and Reservoir, welcome to you, Dino. You got a thought? Well, I love this. You stole me thunder. Your first Ruckman was picked at 26. You obviously don't rate Ruckman. But would a pick, would a Ruckman go in the first day? If 18 clubs, would any club take a Ruck pick one? Because that's what we're saying. If there's no Ruck in the top 18, it's virtually saying that every club wouldn't pick a Ruckman pick one. Would you take a Ruck? Would you take a Ruck ahead of Jeremy Cameron? Would you take a Ruck ahead of Jordan Degoe, Damien? Adino? Uh, depending who it is, but in in the past, well, you know, Neil has gone one. Um, Jack Watts has gone one. Um, Luke Jackson was an early draft pick. Uh, they've rated Ruckman going in the top five, and some have gone pick one. I mean, it yeah. has worked, and it hasn't worked sometimes, but uh, take Max Gorn out of, uh, or Tim English out of the Bulldogs, out, out of Melbourne and Bulldogs, uh, I don't think they're, uh, they'll be a premiership contender. You need so let me ask you then, great... Dino, if you've got if you've got first, if you, your first pick comes in at pick eight, would you take a ruck ahead of Toby Green or Marcus Bonapelli or Nick Dacos or Christian Petrarca or Charlie Kerner or Zach Butters or Jordan Degoe if they were available? Would you take a Tim English or Max Gorn ahead of those? Uh, that's, that's an unknown quantity because you don't know what they're going to be like. But, but um, you probably would take if you've got an outstanding ruckman as a junior prospect. Yeah, you would take him. But the law of averages tell you that the midfielders go on to have better careers than, than your ruckmen do. Mm. There's a lot more misses in the ruck department than, than midfielders. Which is why I don't think you take a ruck until later in the draft. Once you, maybe with your club's third pick, which would be, you know, given that the first two rounds are going to be 36 picks, uh, you probably wouldn't take a ruck until your third pick, the third player you pick for your club. Great to have the discussion, though, Dino. Appreciate you joining us. Nick Natanui, by the way, was a pick two. Uh, Chris and Truganina, welcome to you, Chris. Uh, just Jack Ginnivan. I, I my, my my daughter last year wanted to get his number on his back, on her back on the Collingwood support, and I said, no. This was last year, mind you. And I said, no, he's going to be traded. She says, oh, you're stupid. What are you, he's kicked 40 goals. I said, no, trust me. He'll be, and everyone thought I was an idiot. Everyone thought I was... I knew he'd be traded. You can just see he's trouble. I'm sorry, but he is. I love him, mm. but he's trouble. Appreciate your call. Damien is Strathmore. Welcome to you, Damien. Yeah, go, Dwayne. With my Richmond hat on, I take Toby Green. But with my GWS hat on, I take Dustin Martin. Because I'd love to see those two players play in a final series, mate. They would kill it. Imagine Dusty and um, Toby Green in the same forward line. GWS ain't losing last year's prelim, that's for sure. Well, the funny part is the way I've actually done my draft. I've got Toby Green pick one and Dustin Martin pick 19. So if you did have picks one and 19 in the draft, you'd be able to take Toby Green and Dustin Martin. Uh, it wouldn't be nice to see him in the same team, Damien. That would be a dream. Uh, Rich in Thornbury. Welcome to you, Rich. Dwayne, how are you? Good. Good, mate. Um, could you use your considerable influence to call Adrian Dodoro and, and just please, please, 
save us the last final embarrassment of the last 22 years of his reign. Just give poor pick 35 and Zerk Thatcher and we'll have Dersma. That is a fair trade. Well, Rich, it might happen at one minute past two today. We're told a few of the the moves are going to be done at one minute past two. So we'll keep you in touch with that as soon as the two o'clock news is over. I'm looking forward to that as well. Great to have your call on it. Um, Nick on the road. Welcome to you, Nick. Yeah, hi, Dwayne. Um, just, on your, just on the Ruckman situation, I think the difference with this is um, you're saying who the Ruckman is. So in terms of Max Gorn at pick 40, like I'd have him at pick five, you've got to go on the best available player, and we know who they are. I understand Ruckman are hard to come by, um, but and a lot of the time they're, they're sort of passed on. But um, when you've got Max Gorn, um, I think most teams are taking him in the top half a dozen. I don't think anyone would take Max, Max Gorn ahead of Charlie Kerno though. Like, if Charlie Kernow was available pick five, I think you'd take Charlie Kernow ahead of Max Gorn, though, wouldn't you, Nick? Touch and go. Like, he's a dominant ruckman. Like, he, yeah. He's, and, and you've got Cameron at 13. Things like that. So, in my view, he's a, he's a real difference maker. So, he's a ruckman you would take early on. Maybe not at five, but maybe top six or seven. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, Nick. You make a good point of it, and I uh, appreciate your call. Hold the line. We've got a gift card redeemable at the House of Golf, your one-stop shop for all things golf. Made a good case for Max Gorn, as I mentioned off the top. I'm going to get a heap of these wrong. Um, that's my top 50. I've opened myself up to ridicule, but that's all part of the fun of the game. So one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If there was an open draft, all players currently playing in the AFL up for grabs, all 18 clubs. So you only get one pick every 18. So who are you taking pick one if your first pick doesn't arrive until pick 13? Open draft, one year, 2024 only. Come back to your calls. In fact, John in Mount Evelyn's got a thought on Gorn and English as well. John, who would be the first ruck taken and at what spot? Welcome to you, John. Well, for me, it's going to be either Max Gorn or Tim. I, I agree with Nick that um, the spread of mids, the talent amongst the mids is so so wide and fairly thin in the ruck. If you've got a dominant, dominant ruck, you can take first pick, you take him. It's interesting, John, because a lot of clubs now are spending a lot less of their salary cap on their ruck. That's the issue. If you've got a really good one like Max Gorn and a really good one like Tim English, yeah, I get it. But the Grundy situation has kind of told us that clubs aren't spending as much of their salary cap on a ruck. And I've had to think about what number, what proportion, what percentage of a salary cap is spent on your best midfielder, your best forward, your best ruck. And it seems like your best forward and your best midfielder are getting big numbers in your salary cap percentage-wise, but the ruck is now sliding down the scale a fair bit. Yeah, but the, 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 you're talking about established guys. Um, yeah. Rucks have always been a bit speculative in that they take so long to, to come good because they, they tend, tend to start as tall, gangly teenagers who then fill out and then get a, a good pre-season, get some fitness, and then they become dominant. Mm. Max, Max Gorn wasn't... Uh, wasn't like the top of everyone's list to start with early, but it's like he's mm. dominant now. And, and Tim probably had a, a quicker rise than, than Max. But um, when Nick Natanui got taken number one in the draft, it was a no-brainer. So if, you, if the dogs had this situation, John, and you were thinking of taking your own players back, you'd take Marcus Bond and Belly with your first pick still, wouldn't you? Yeah, because he's, he's, a, generational, yeah. he's a generational talent. Would you take outside, Would you take Tom Libertore or Tim English next? Do you think? Oh no, definitely, definitely Tim English. 
ahead of Jamara, ahead of Norton? Yep, yep. Because you can build, you can build your midfield around a, a, a dominant ruckman if he's ready to go now. Made a good case, John. Hold the line. We're sending you down to the Cox Plate Eve meeting at the Valley. A general admission pass to Cox Plate Eve. Friday, 27th of October. Experience racing, action and entertainment at the Ladbrokes Cox Plate Carnival. Tickets at coxplate.com.au. John in Keysborough, we're coming back to you and our other callers. 1-300-736-736 is the open line number. Sam sent a list through on, on the text. Hi, Dwayne. Top five in the draft would be Dacos, Bond and Pelly, Christian Petrarca, Jeremy Cameron, Toby Green, so you got Toby Green at five. No Nick Larkey, he could win you a flag. Which forward would you be taking if you had Nick Larkey available? Would you take, would you rather Nick Larkey or Aaron Norton or Jamara Eagle Hagen as your forward? Luke Jackson as well. Would you take any of those guys ahead of Nick Larkey? Max Gorn, massively underrated Dwayne Andrew in Perth. Thanks to all of you on the text. Keep them coming. 1-300-736-736.